Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. We are pumped tonight. We're, mm-hmm. uh, we're both home alone, actually, so we can just... Home alone? Well, my daughter is home. We can. But... Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Never alone anymore. <laughs> she won't remember She won't remember all the swears. Oh, yeah. She's grown up anyway. 70, 70, best episode number and also the best age for women <laughs> uh, and uh, today we're gonna t- <laughs> all right we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff and we're gonna talk about everything and nothing and we're gonna hear some about uh, cool events that's happened both over uh, over the, the <clears throat> ditch i can't you can't say that about the atlantic can you i don't know um the ditch <laughs> I guess you can. I don't know. The, across the sea, Who says Sebastian, that, Sebastian the Viking went <laughs> all the way to the States. and To, to Vinland. To, to Vinland, uh, to this wargamer camp. And Ryan Kimmel took well care of him, I think, because he came back. And then I think he went to Scandis also. So let's see if we can uh, summon him later in the episode. Yeah, but, that's uh, our Viking reporter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But first things first, what's new in the hobby, I hear you ask? And there's actually some new heresy things. Because I went to Forge World, and I first, I first I saw the White Scars Legion Gizagan. Gizagan. Assault Speeder. Gizagan. The, 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 the Assault Speeder. Gizagan. 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 Sorry that I failed in space, Mongol. Get there, but it's looking cool with its um, two assault cannons and uh, no, wait, one assault cannon and two auto cannons. Yeah, it's, it's pretty be, great. Yeah, I like that. Pretty good against the general. The new uh, jet spikes as well. I don't know if we mentioned them. I think we did, but I like them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I heard people are like, "Oh, that's not not Mongol enough." Uh, <laughs> I think they're really good. I what do they want? More top knots or? <laughs> yeah, know. just hawks flying all over it, like uh, <laughs> those new Age of Sigmar sculpts. They just like uh. molded on magic hawks flying. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it that they're a bit toned back now because then you can use them for other armies as well. That is true. That is true. I think it, I I just want I don't want space bikes. I want like space camels or something. <laughs> space mamelukes, mameluk. Tiny tiny step ponies. Yeah, <laughs> flying through there. <laughs> but that's not it. It um, the first legion also got stuff. The dark angels got their legion leviathan and their praetor. They already got their praetor in, in terminator armor, right? And uh, con- the contemptor uh, some time ago. But uh, and, and I mean these are models that we have seen previewed before. Uh, but. I mean, okay, so first thing, the Leviathan looks really good. I like that it's not just, oh, look, here's the same Leviathan. We just, you know, put some, we just molded like a symbol on top of it. But they actually changed part of its um, design, like uh, the housing for the, the tit cannons. It has this cool little, you know, bend bend to it. And uh, I mean, yeah, there's some small things in there that I think it's got some, some Yeah, they skulls, look, like, uh, look like chapel windows, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and uh, uh, the, the knee pads like look like just mm. medieval shields. They're really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of nice work on it. Just making those angles, make it look more like 
it just brings a monastery and chivalry to mind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think it's um, uh, with the Leviathans, it's sort of like making a good cover song. Uh, if you just, you know, sing it the same, sing it the same way as the original, it's like, well, why do you bother? You just want money. <laughs> but uh, if you make it something different, then uh, it can be really can yeah. be gold. Not like uh, this. Yeah, and the the new Praetor is nice. I really like mm -hmm. the the helmet. Yes. Uh, I don't really like the head. Now that I look at it again, maybe it's like the head on that body, but mm -hmm. it's a bit of a baby face. Uh, like a yeah, it feels a bit forty k. Like a, I don't know. It's not, yeah, I agree. When I saw it, I was like meh. I don't know. And the head sort of is since you focus so much on it, you 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 it you belittle the rest of the model. It's like oh, I don't know about that. But then I saw the other the helmet, like the. Uh, yeah, Gondor, Gondor wings on the side or something. <laughs> that, that was, was just like, like, just like the the cover of the book, right? The the first dark dark angel book, uh, the Seven oh, of Angels. Yeah. That is true. That is true. This is perfect. I really like it. Uh, but yeah, I think like the head, the the bear head would look good. Like maybe in a like cataractii armor where mm. the head isn't so focused on and a bit sunken back could be cool. Yeah, it is a bit big. It feels a bit big. Compared to the rest of the model, I don't know. Um, and I just thought about because it's got this—he's got this cool shield with a wing molded on it. It would be easy to just add like three claws at the front, and it would be an emperor's <laughs> children wing yeah, uh, or shield. Sure. And I mean, maybe change out the sword, and then uh, you could use the helmet, but maybe take off the wings and put like a crest in the middle, like a mohawk. I mean, then, ooh, damn, damn, good. Uh, Centurion with a with a boarding shield, <clears throat> a favorite of this show. <laughs> Something we all yeah. love. Um, but that's not all. I mean, uh, Games Workshop has also pushed out pushed out some cool stuff. Well, <laughs> birthed some cool. Stuff. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I like the the new sisters, the the range that are coming out. Uh, even though that's not thirty k related. Uh, I think that's cool. Uh, I don't know about what do you think about the 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 um, howling banshees and uh, incubi for forty k. Oh yeah, they released uh, like a box thread, or they are releasing yeah, a they box are, with like yeah. dark LR and uh, LR. LR. And, and the new the, phoenix lords or new sculpt of the phoenix lords. Yeah, I heard it's going to be a bit pricey, like uh, I don't know, one hundred fifty pounds or something like, that, or one hundred forty. Oh, okay. I don't know. Pretty but it pricey, is a lot but... of vehicles and stuff in there. Yeah, and it's like all the 40k rules in it. So like, I love the idea of having different oh. starter boxes for the game. Oh. That is not just like, as it has been, like this edition's starter box, and you get these two factions. Yeah. But like releasing uh, like good bundles with two armies hmm. and the rules, such a great idea. If only they would fucking do it for 30k as well, that'd be fucking yeah. sweet. Imagine if they were they should release like a, a Siege of Terra box. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Mark Three for uh Loyalists and Mark Four for uh the traders. Maybe Mark five. <laughs> yeah, well they gotta do the plastic, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But they oh you mean that they just reuse. I thought they would make new things. They could make Might as yeah. well make Mark Two and Mark If five. they would do that, then you should just do fucking uh, assault marines. Yeah, yeah. Pla plastic jump packs. Uh, that's what the people want. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, no, I, I think I like I like where they're going with that. Uh, and uh, there are some 30k related things coming out from Black Library. The Siege of Terra is com- is going forward. So we have the first books out. Uh, Lost in the Damned is the second one, right? Uh, where you have Sanguinius standing in front of the wall with like some humans in a trench. I really like that art. Uh, it's really cool. It's like just waiting for the for the enemies to to come. Uh, hold the yeah. line. The but, Lost and the Damned is that is that is that coming out or that's what I can see order now. Yeah. Is that something workshop? Yeah, that is the one that's. But they also previewed the next, uh, so like book three and four. Yeah. Where yeah. Bo- book three is the Lost Wall. We have this cool image of uh, imperial fists, like a shield wall, and then there are uh, iron warriors smashing into them, and <laughs> world eaters that look crazy. A lot of red on the <laughs> world eaters. Uh, yeah, and then there's another one with uh, the Shadow Legion sign. Yes, which is called uh, the Sons of Selenar. Uh, oh, just a fun fact about... I tried to find... I didn't find the information about the Lost Wall, but I did find that the Lost Wall is actually a protocol uh, that Rogel Dorn uh, made after... Well, basically after the heresy, that uh, when the successor chapters were... yeah made and the legion was divided he made this protocol called the last wall which was like if terra ever comes to a a threat like this again all successor chapters will meet like we will convene a terra and we will defend it which i thought was like a cool little tidbit there so yeah that's what happened in uh, the beast of rises right yes yes i think so uh and um uh, yeah, but that was just a little backstory. But yeah, the Sons of Selenar. Let me read you a little background to, uh, because I was like, ah, oh, what the fuck? What? Um, well, this is like the description of the book. The Shattered Legions crew. Uh, well, the, sh- <laughs> the Shattered Legions crew of the Sisphium, broken and at the end of their endurance, find themselves divided, torn between following their resurrected captain on a suicidal mission or obeying the orders to return to Terra and rejoin their Legion brothers. Following a series of garbled messages (laughs) interpreted by the Cryptos, the divided warriors descend to the surface of Luna. Here, their bonds of loyalty and duty, as well as their devotion to one another, will be tested as ancient horrors from the earliest day of the gene manipulation are unleashed. A long-buried secret will be revealed, a secret that will have far-reaching consequences for the future course of the galaxy, no matter who eventually claims Terra. <gasps> Sounds pretty cool. Because the Selenar are the, that's the name of the gene cults on Luna, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, as soon as you said that, I'm used to where they're gonna say it. And primaries were there all along. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. That, yeah, I don't know. That could... Mm. Could be something to that. Uh, it's a good way of redconning it, but <laughs> yeah, I'll hmm. see. I would have hoped that it was like, oh yeah, a group of Iron Hands showed up at Terra to fight the, on the day. That'd be yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, I, so I need to start reading the uh, Siege of Terra books. Mm-hmm. It's a good I way still of have, uh, like, uh, eight years until they release the campaign book. Though, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be, be a shame if they didn't like follow the hype now with uh, releasing these books and then a bit after they should, or at the very end of them. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's at least one more book. Yeah. With Dark Universe and Dark Mechanicum. Yeah, that is true. Which I think is pretty far. I mean, that should not be far away, right? Because we, we talked about that that was almost done, or that it could have it could have been in the same book, but they divided it, right? Yeah. And also, uh, some guy posted a picture like, oh, yeah, here's my collection of all the, the black books. And what, they're up to eight now? Uh-huh. Uh, and I was just thinking, like, holy shit. Like, uh, Force World doing eight campaign books in the same series. Like, this is that, so successful is for, just, yeah. for just being, like, a Force World campaign book. Because imagine before, like, they, they did Bad Up War 1 and 2. And yeah, the racks, uh, three parts. And oh, that's it. okay. And now they're doing eight books, and they're still going. And people are screaming for more. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, I wonder what they say. Well, ten seems a bit weird. I mean, even though it's like, oh, ten is a nice even number, we should. <laughs> but it feels like it would be a bit weird if it was just like, oh, and here's uh, Terra. The end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think one more, and then at least a trilogy of terror. Mm. But I do feel, I actually feel like after the the next book with the Dark Angels, I I kind of want them to go into terror after that, because it, yeah. I I just I actually don't care anymore about all these little mini campaigns. Like we've <laughs> we've had that number actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with uh, how many how many nameless worlds have we burned on our exactly. way to terror? <laughs> yes, it's time. I think it's time actually. Uh just so so people don't lose the interest before it reaches the end. Uh, yeah, would be a shame. Yeah, that's true. Uh but I think that's all the new stuff that I had. Uh and I don't think I've been that busy of a bee making new things. Uh, <laughs> still working on some fantasy models, but I I do have um BSK and my Ultramins gnawing at the back of my mind uh, nice. that I have to have to finish them up but it's uh, Did, might you have a lot well, to finish? well no I think I basically well they're all uh, terrible chop uh, <laughs> because I, it's the same army I brought to, to Malmö like which will almost be a year ago uh, and um, but it's basically like uh, the final final highlights of gold and stuff that I just skipped before um, but um Oh, that's nice. So it should, it should be that's nice, nice work that you can just pick up and just do like half yeah. a marine even or like a couple of marines and then you can just wash the brush and put it away. Yeah, it's exactly. not like it's not like the, the the hardcore airbrushing at the start of an army where Ooh, you have to no. get like all of them to the same level. Yeah, no, God no. <laughs> but uh, but still, it's like because I'm I'm I've been like ah, oh, but I want to finish these fantasy things first. And uh, not sure did I did I tell you last time that I started building my um, giant and my ogrins? No, no, you didn't. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, since uh, I had my birthday and stuff, and I got some gifts, uh, and I also bought some things for myself so i got some um, ogrin uh, i think they're called iron guts they basically have like great weapons yeah it's one one with like a samurai sword it looks really cool <laughs> uh and uh, and then also the giant and the giant must be the, the f- most fun kit i've ever seen yeah or, uh, built like oh amazing yeah, I, I painted one of those for the albion event uh oh yeah they're great i love it did you get to build it also or no no it was, oh. 
Because there's so but many, you can build I, it in so many ways. I do remember <laughs> back in when the, that giant dropped in like 2004 yeah. or five or something, they had like a, a, a giant builder on the Games Workshop website. So you could, you could oh. like build a virtual giant. Uh, like you could build a, so you could like drag the arms onto the giant and drag the different parts. Oh, but, but that would be useful. Screen. Yeah, yeah, because it was yeah, like, it was, hmm, which bits should I go for? There's so much to choose here. Huh? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. They had it for the Empire General as well. Like, <laughs> I, okay, yeah, but that's also got a lot of, uh, but because, I mean, there's so many th fun things you can put on. I, I tried to, because of course you can make it look more chaosy and, uh, uh, and uh, scary and stuff, but I tried to make it more human looking so that, oh, it's actually, oh, you could see it allying with these mercenaries for, for food or anything uh, or something like that. <laughs> so he's carrying one, uh, like a cow and uh, a goat, which he is, it's a goat that he's sort of like skinned and then he's sewn it back together and he uses it as a wine pouch. Yeah, yeah, really, that, that's great. Really <laughs> it's crazy. It's terrifying. Uh, like a, like a cork in its mouth and, uh, and then a big barrel so it feels like yeah you know he's carrying around his food or he could carry provisions for the army or something maybe uh, if they get him to i guess he just eats what they give him um uh, i gave him for a weapon i gave him the it looks like a big tree that he's just stuck uh, swords and axes through uh, which i think <laughs> nice. looks uh, yeah it looks pretty so it's going to be really fun to paint him a bit scary also because it's so much skin uh, but it will be fun to try with some washes and stuff. You get a lot of extra parts you can use later as well, like the the screaming mm -hmm. human. That's a classic. Yeah, I will definitely put him on his own base just to have him. When we fight, he could just <laughs> feel the village like, oh no, not again! I moved here <laughs> to this valley and, and suddenly <laughs> they're fighting again. Oh, just my luck. <laughs> yeah, uh, he'll have to. To he, he'll have to be in every like uh, bad report picture. Yeah, just yeah, for in sure. The corner. That is definitely <laughs> gonna be a, a name, uh, and um, uh, the, the ogres also had some fun bits. And also, there are so many noblars in there. Are they called noblars or are they called grots? Yeah, uh, noblars. Yeah, uh, and I will. I won't use them because they didn't really fit uh, with my. But I thought also like, well, I, I just will put them on bases and have them like a, you know, like a wandering army or just a, you know, that you might get to fight when you're on the battlefield. That you're just like a oh, neutral yeah. force. Uh, because they have all this uh, equipment they're carrying, so it feels like just this little nomad uh, gang, <laughs> like, ah, run away, uh, or maybe for a mission. We'll we'll see. Yeah. The best part, yeah. uh, the best part, uh, or the the conversion I'm most happy with at the moment is that uh, uh, the Ogrin uh, banner bearer bearer has this uh, big piece of cloth, and on top of it, it's got this little uh, crow's nest, yeah, with a little nobbler standing and pointing in. And I put a Tilean in there instead. <laughs> because he's actually, he's not that much bigger. And it, it looks pretty, yeah, he's just standing there pointing now like, oh, oh, I'm so, maybe I should paint him a bit green also because he gets so seasick from the, oh, be careful, I'm up here. Uh, <laughs> You'll have to uh, post some pictures. When, yeah, when it's painted, uh, then it's going to be. Uh, so I've got four of them, and I'm thinking I want to have six, and I might get uh, one or two man-eaters or, or something to fill out the, the squad. Um, yeah. yeah. You get the, uh, the, the woman. Have, have you, haven't you got oh. that model? No, but we talked about it for so long that I should have it, but I don't know. Does it doesn't feel like a mercenary in that sense? I don't know. Well, or maybe it's like the, the, the whore, the prostitute of the, of the camp. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have those oh god 
<laughs> or just the the I don't know the cook. Oh yeah, it could be the cook, I guess. Uh, it's Belladonna. <laughs> and you also got the the pirate. The yeah, there is one who looks a bit uh, sort of uh, imperial one. Yeah, no, but uh, not him. It's there's another guy who actually has like a pay chest and sort of a mace on a chain and, and a hook or something. And he looks really pimp. I think he for sure is going to be. <laughs> oh, a... yeah. Yeah, that guy with the, the coat. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a mercenary. So have you so... played any more at the, your your job? No, not yet. We're waiting. We've planned out to play a 700-point game. It will be our big uh, test uh, with a new table and everything. But um, I, have, uh, I have some knights and halberds to finish for that. And uh, Oscar, who I'm playing, is going to finish some Eternal Guard, maybe some more Glade Guard. Uh, he has made some beautiful um, Waywatchers, I think, and a uh, Spell Singer. Uh, so some cool stuff coming from there. He has to make his forest also. We've been working on that uh, during break times. Uh, yeah. Since, since he, so he can get all his benefits. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> fair. Like, oh, well, no, we're playing on this desert that, uh, so you're... Um, <laughs> You have no benefits with your wood elves. I'm sorry. Uh, They're uh, cacti elves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, mm, yeah, and then I'm, I guess I didn't say uh, which army Leon is gonna play, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think because our so our work fantasy group is growing. So we have uh, Oscar with wood elves, me with the mercenaries. Uh, Danny is playing uh, dark elves. And uh, Lina, a girl, <sighs> nosebleed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's playing uh, Chaos. Ah. Uh, and uh, she has both some demons and some warriors of Chaos. And we're like, well, we, it's cool. Mix them however you want. We, I don't care. I just Well, if, you, if you play the, the true edition, she could. <laughs> she could. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, of course, Leon, who has been... Um, the mastermind behind the table, he's been every every day he's had like a new thing, like, oh no, I think I'm gonna do uh undead, yeah, undead army. Or oh maybe I should do lizard men or I should do orcs and goblins, but only use the old uh, goblin uh, uh sculpts, uh yeah, only the metal range uh, and paint them really old school. That would be cool, but it would be super <laughs> expensive. But maybe if I uh, I make a mold myself and I can copy them, uh, you know. Uh but <laughs> he finally decided, he ordered his army. What if I say that it's a completely Forge World army is going to have? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chaos Wars? No, actually not. Huh? Huh? What? With, with very, uh, few, uh, very few model count. Uh, Femir? Yes! <laughs> awesome. So he got, I think he ordered, um, he's going to have one unit of six and one unit of three of the warriors, oh. I think. Oh, is, is he using the... Uh... The same uh, army books that you're using, the Fanme ones? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think he was using the Monsters Arcanum, but did they make an, an army's project for Femir? I'm not sure. Yeah, they, they did. They did. They did because I, I sure. couldn't find it. I haven't been able to find it. Uh, I, I've, I've seen it. I, mm-hmm. I took some rules from it for the Alvin campaign. Yeah, okay. Okay, then we need to find that because that, that would be great because it's been like, well, you know, worst case, I'll just use ogre rules or you know something like that. That's something about the same size. Yeah. Uh, or the or the there's an entire game. list. Oh, that's perfect because um, he also got the Fimiarch or whatever he's called, the leader. Yeah. 
and he's converting a sort of a wizard shaman out of the orc shaman, the new Oruk shaman. Yeah. Just uh, so yeah, he's got some uh, some plans there, uh, which is gonna be great. Uh, and he's been like, oh, I don't know, maybe this will be completely unfair because they're just monsters and stuff. And we're like, I will we'll try them out and see what happens. I don't know. Uh, will be fun if we all get killed also <laughs> just uh, <laughs> run away uh yeah no so that's um but what about you what's been going on i heard you played some games yeah uh so i've uh, uh i went into the uh, the city of london and played <laughs> at the london wargamer guild so this is Ooh. a big game club in the middle of town Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been there before, but I haven't really gone back because it's such a fucking hassle going there. Because they they play on like Mondays and Tuesdays, uh-huh. uh, and I get off work at like five, and then I have to go into the city. But first, I gotta go home, get ready, and shower and stuff after work, and take my big army, and then go into the city, then unpack the army and play there. It's in rush hour, is it in rush hour sort of, or is it like? Maybe it's not yeah. hard to get into the city at that point, but yeah, it's just a bit of a hassle, especially mm. if I if I got to bring my army and stuff. Mm. Uh, so it's always just been like ah, fuck it. But now I I went there with uh, some aeronautica and I could just oh. bring that to work like in a tiny box. Yeah, and I could just go straight from work, and it was super simple to bring it. Oh, cool! Did you have a did you have decided like a date before, or were you just looking yeah. for? people there uh, no I, I they have like endless uh whatsapp groups oh, okay like chat groups yeah. uh, so he's joined the aeronautica one and huh. decided to meet up yeah and uh, just uh start playing pretty fast uh mm-hmm. and it's great i had two games i uh, i won both of them uh-huh. uh, i had like two practice games before this and the rest were totally new yeah so my super experienced orcs just Shut those <laughs> damn humans down. <laughs> nice. So have you already found some things that work better or, you know, list building or is there things like that? Or is it more like, we'll just take what's in the box? We we only play like dogfights, so like plane versus plane, but there are like oh. uh, ground attack missions and stuff. So I don't really know oh, okay. what, what to bring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Like the, the club was a bit loud. It's like... Ah, uh, I'm not sure if I'll uh, go back. Uh, oh. uh, There's a, a lot of people on in a little room or in the space, or yeah, and uh, like yeah, you, you got to pay to play there, mm-hmm. and you could really just play this game anywhere because you can just bring the game app that's pretty small and mm-hmm. it's, it's like a board game, so you don't really need any train or anything at all. You can go to some pub or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe find a place that's. Uh... And there are some cafes here, at least, that have, like, a gaming cafe. Yeah. Well, it's the difference between Sweden and London. There's endless <laughs> space in Sweden. Like, yeah, London, every fucking inch costs you money. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so that was really nice. Uh, and uh, a couple of friends here have picked up Aeronautica as well. So, so, yeah, that's great. It's, it's just so so fast to use uh, pick it up and paint it so mm. it's, it's like a great little uh it's, it's like more of a board game really like yeah collecting board game more than a 
uh, like, oh, I need to plan an army and I need to to come up with all the background stuff and I need to yeah. get all this terrain sorted and stuff like that. It's really yeah. nice and simple. Uh, Easier to get people, other people into it also that maybe are like, ah, oh, no way, I'm playing Warhammer, but oh, but this thing I could. Yeah, exactly. Like, I showed it to my girlfriend, showed it to my friend. It's yeah. really easy to pick up. Uh, speaking of something that's not simple or easy to pick up, uh, I <laughs> uh, like sorted through my kiss love uh, last Sunday. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend was away. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, now I can just occupy the <laughs> the coffee table and <laughs> pick out all my kiss love and just fix them all up a bit. Yeah. So I just painted over some chipping that always happens. Glued back some uh, uh, horse tails that always <laughs> fall off. And shit like that, and uh, I like uh, themed the the moon trace, like based them. So I like painted oh, okay. the edges and put some snow on just to make nice. it fit in. Because it was always like, uh, oh, I should really do it, but mm. I just never bothered. Now oh. I just put out my entire army and did it. Um, it's the best. Yeah. So I have uh, like one rider with a horse. And one horse that's got a rider missing that I gotta put there, and <laughs> one guy on foot, and that's like mm-hmm. all that I have left to paint for my kiss love. Oh, and shit. then I'll have uh, like three thousand points finished, and that <laughs> will that'll be it. And that, they per- fit perfectly in the the two metal cases that I have with their nice. moment trace now. Like I okay, like I, I usually just put them on the the metal like mm-hmm. one by one, mm-hmm. but painted ass to take out and put in. So now he's mm-hmm. put the the magnetized moon trace in there and just... but but are they also magnetic on the un- like under underside or how does that work no but they fit like very snugly so they oh, won't okay. move anyway oh good uh yeah so i just hope they won't <laughs> fall over as well <laughs> um do you have any yeah. events planned for them are you bringing them yes. to sweden so there was an event like the, this weekend is coming but i'm going away mm-hmm. uh so I can't really go to that. And then there's another event in November that I might take them or the uh, the, the Dwarves if I get enough painted. Mm-hmm. Are they uh, the next, next thing in line now? Or? Yeah, yeah, the Dwarves. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, I have the entire army. I just need to paint them. Nice. And I keep just thinking, of like, oh, yeah, I should make that fantasy army or I should make that fantasy <laughs> army. Uh, it's really annoying, but I need to really focus on dwarves, and it's, mm. it's, it's going to be so unnecessary to have like three armies and just play with one or two of them. Oh yeah, uh, true, true. It's, but, it's uh, so weird, like fucking crazy with any war game that yeah. like you have your dream army that you want to build, <laughs> but you always want what you don't have. Like if you're painting the coolest shit ever. And then you're thinking like, oh, yeah, but what if I could paint that thing? And then oh. if you get that thing, then you sit there and like, don't paint it. Because like, you, you don't really need to. And now <laughs> you want something else. Like, so it must be the, the perfect uh, business model. Like they, they found uh, a good, uh, I mean, because people will always buy new things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Unless you'll just have to stop completely otherwise or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah good for me i have a lot of projects that i need to finish but mm. i did <laughs> order some more stuff actually <laughs> uh, 
So I got uh, I ordered a second Sikaron for my Iron Hands and oh. another Rhino. Uh, oh, which which uh, model did you go for now for the Sikaron? The, the regular one. one. I, I bought oh, yeah. one regular one. Because yeah. like yeah, I told you I was like, oh, what should I buy? What should I buy? Like, should I get one <laughs> regular one and then one plasma, or one regular one and one uh, mega plasma? Yeah, and like when I really looked at models, I was like, I really just like the normal one like a lot the other ones are okay like the plasma one is pretty cool but the guns are a bit too big a bit too tall and then i was like i don't really want more than two like i like when i imagine two i think that's really cool and then i would just get a third one just because kind (laughs) of yeah and then like there's no point in buying stuff just because when i have this many tanks already so yeah i just bought that one yeah but i also bought a rhino because oh. I have one Rhino, yeah, and then I have the Rhino that I painted for MKA that I never um, use, and then I got a third one. So my plan is to redo all three of them yeah. and paint them in like a Rogue Trader era camouflage. Ooh, okay, well, repaint all of them. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so yeah, the plan is to make them like uh, desert yellow with some mm-hmm. red camo on and then keep the side hatches and top hatch black with iron and symbol oh yeah oh wait because the mka was the sons of horus rhino right yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, and they're more like a a boarding force i never i would never use that rhino for them anyway Mm, mm. uh so yeah i thought it'd be nice to just redo all of them and then i'll have the uh, the infantry in my army Mm -hmm. can be mechanized is having in rhinos because either my Mark IV dudes are running on the ground, or I have to buy a lander for them. So it'd be nice to just yeah. have like a, a cheap transportation option. Yeah, and definitely. also it'd be really cool for uh, for Apocalypse just to have them like to swim around. How do like transports work in Apocalypse? I'm not sure if we talked about that, but uh, do you have transport dudes? But uh, I think they're they're more useful in the sense that. Uh, First of all, since you resolve damage uh, at the end of the turn, mm-hmm. you'll, you can't you'll always target. get like yeah, you'll always get like one move with the transports. Yeah, uh, and uh, since like I think they're move twelve maybe. Oh, and so, like uh, when you do the assault order, they move okay. twice, so you can just get that detachment uh, twenty four inches mm-hmm. up the board somewhere. Uh, so I think they'll they'll be really useful for actually transporting stuff. Because okay. in regular 30k, it's like, oh, will I be able to move 12 inches before someone blows up my <laughs> runner? Or, or you yeah. just go flat out, and then they blow it up, and then they can still shoot at your troops inside or something, and it's still like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's also like a, what I was thinking of the the camouflage, because uh, mm-hmm. like rhinos are not very durable, especially like in horse heresy, they must have noticed pretty fast that the rhino <laughs> maybe it's not the best battlefield transport. So yeah, it would make sense that they would try and camouflage those vehicles specifically yep. too, mm-hmm. since they're just transports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. How will you will you use a lot of masking tape or? Uh, yeah, I was thinking of it. Priming them black and then uh, uh, getting the red on, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, use like uh, 
uh, blue tack kind of thing or like clay. Oh, okay. Uh, just to make it a bit irregular. Mm-hmm. And then you spray it. I got this uh, desert yellow spray. I'm spraying with that. Ooh. Smooth. Uh, yeah, speaking of apocalypse and my iron hands, some yeah. movement trays. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got them in the mail yesterday. Uh, this guy on Facebook was, he made them himself, like, uh, oh. custom out. Because, like, if I would okay. buy the Games Workshop ones, I would get a bit more uh, 32 millimeter than I need, but then mm-hmm. I would have to buy, like, a massive pack of 40 millimeter bases when I really need, like, uh, a quarter of it or something. Oh, okay. Uh, so this guy is made himself, so I got a for pretty much the same price. Hmm. Uh, put some pictures. Freddy got mad. Classic. <laughs> what? <laughs> because it just it's apocalypse is another type of game. Yeah. You would you would never use them in a regular thirty k game, right? No, this like I was thinking about <laughs> it, but it's like it's, it's no point because mm. you got to be able to move your guys individually and remove casualties individually, so like look mm. weird super fast like as soon as you take like three casualties it would just yeah. look weird yeah but in apocalypse they're all going to be there or they're all going to be gone oh you could you could put a like a, a wound counter like a dice next to it oh it's actually <laughs> three of these are already dead <laughs> oh yeah might do that if i if i play freddy at bsk i might do that fine. yes yes do it oh uh speaking of I, I think that will have to be our next episode like a pre-bsk sort of rundown so uh we as um helping organizers can uh, uh let you guys know what's going on and, and we might ourselves get to know what the hell we're gonna do <laughs> um, yeah uh, we still don't know like I th- i'm sure that there are still spots open so uh if you want to play 2500 points of heresy uh, two factions, and there will be some orcs and shit going on. Oh, what the fuck? Crazy. Yeah, it's uh, going to be great. Come to Bulwars, uh November 2nd, I think? Uh, first and second. First and second, yeah. I think it's, uh, first is the Friday, so they're going to have the, the Titan thing there. Mm. Uh, we'll see what else is on Friday. Mm-hmm. I haven't really decided yet. And then uh, the main event is on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, come to Boros, uh, mediocre city, awesome event. That's how you how it usually goes in Sweden. Boros, Alvesta, all the cool places. <laughs> Got the best events. Um, there's yeah. uh, might be able to go out somewhere and have a beer before I think. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, and I think the weekend before that, it's actually the Malmö uh, World oh, yeah. Gaming weekend. On the um, 29th, I think. Or no, yeah. when was it? Yeah, no, 26th. Uh, 26th, yeah. Uh, which I went to last year and was uh, really amazed. It was uh, uh, high quality. I mean, um, there, there were a lot of, mostly 40k players, but our 30k event was really good. Uh, a lot of yellow cards being thrown around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But we had a good time. We had a good time. Um, so yeah, check that out as well. Uh, anything else you want to add? Or should we try to channel the Dane and hear hear from someone who's actually playing? Well, okay, you're playing games. But... <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to say, uh, I play this role-playing game. Like a uh, oh, 30k yeah. role-playing game. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Johnny 
from the Sanseverse his place and uh, kind of like we ran like you have this one character and then uh, yeah, he was using uh, uh, like different dice like mm -hmm. d6s and d10s and d4s and then you had like uh, uh, he printed out like a character sheet for you mm -hmm. uh, so you had like an inventory slot and you had like two hands that you could equip with uh, items oh. uh, and then uh, uh, he had built this table uh -huh. like a landing pad and some guys standing there that we could interact with Okay, uh, and it was like closed off to the rest of the table so we had to like solve the the problem of getting out of there pretty much <laughs> but wait uh, so, but you were space marines at least right me and uh, were space marines and then there were uh, a mechanicum guy and uh -huh. two humans Okay, was it set in 40k or 30k? Or uh, 30k. Specific? 30k, okay. Uh, at like the edge of uh, uh, Ultramar. Okay. Empire. Uh -huh. uh, so yeah, I had to figure that out. Uh, I might have used a bit too much violence, but I tried to play <laughs> as an Iron Hat character. <laughs> uh, and then like when we sold that place, like we could either go left or right. There was uh -huh. like a huge gate and we couldn't pass through it. So our main objective had to go left or right, and then we went on another table that he built. Like we went away a bit, and then he built a new table, and that was like the new location. Uh -huh. And then we passed that location, and went to the the final boss location. Oh, uh, and it was like a, a a role playing mystery of what was going on. And we had to uh -huh. find our way. It was really right. What did you get to fight? Uh, or is this a spoiler? Uh, no, I, I don't think. So first, it was just like some uh, uh, Imperial Army that turned out to be bad guys. Mm -hmm. And then we ran into some Death Guard. Yeah. And then we ran into some uh, uh, Nurgle Demons. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it was really cool. Uh -huh. Did you, was it, um, like, had you tried it before? Was it well balanced or was it hard to keep? You know, because you and me, we hadn't done any good playtesting we did that so we're just like oh this is maybe too easy this is maybe too hard uh. <laughs> yeah Johnny came up with a lot of stuff like he didn't really give like uh, uh, like he's like oh roll that dice and mm -hmm. you need this and mm -hmm. so he was like uh, giving it depending on the situation and it was very like free formed like I want to do this and I want to do that and he was like oh, okay. okay you need to roll on this characteristic with this dice, and you need this. Oh, but that's good. More, more like an actual role play, because if you're a good game master, I guess you don't tell what they, what they need to roll. Even you could just be like, ah, oh, roll. We'll see. Ah, oh, no, you didn't succeed, or something like. That. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, it, and then you could have like varying degrees of success as well. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Like I want to throw this there, and then depending on what you roll, that's how yeah. far you go. So, so it was really good. Like he, he did an awesome job of just like keeping everything under control and then coming up with like all the rules for every situation all the time. So it's great. Yeah. Do you think we should, that is something that we should implement more in uh, when there's a, you know, like an event or a, that you would, you know, you, you can play these games and then if you want to have a break, you just come over here and you get to, there is this little side quest thing where just, where you just have one model or something. Uh, I think people uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's a, like a nice, uh, to do either in the evening, it would be nice.
if a, a BSK, if you could mm. stay there for a longer time, mm. like in the evening, and if you could also drink there, mm. uh, that would be really cool to have a like a dungeon crawl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and imagine all the awesome terrain they have. You could just use their some mortalis and everything, just build this huge thing and like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm cool almost tempted in like redoing the thing we did. I think that, that worked mm. really well, actually. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, but we might try other things this year. We'll see. We'll see. It's a good uh, testing ground for <laughs> for crazy ideas. Yeah. Maybe that's something I should try to do. If I'm like, if I feel like, oh, I don't have time or energy to play at this event or something, or make an army for this event or but whatever. Maybe I, you know, you could at least be like, well, but I'll I'll write some cool missions and I'll dungeon be the like dungeon master of a table or something. Yeah, uh, definitely. Would be very nice, I think. A bit more relaxing, in, in one sense, at least. <laughs> yeah, maybe could you be... could have, like... Uh, hmm. You could have, like, a, a freeform uh, turn. Like, if, if you have, like, a three-game event, yeah, then you could have, like, one of the games to be... Either go to the, the dungeon crawl or play Battlefleet or play Titanicus mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that would be nice. Uh, it just depends on how often people get to play and stuff because it's uh, it could be I mean some people would feel like well no I, I only play this now because I'm, I'm finally at this event and I don't get to play my 3000 point army or something you know um, yeah well you live in uh, on the best coast you have mm-hmm. a, a good group of people to try it out on mm-hmm. true true I think they might be going on with the escalation thing also. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff going on, stuff going on. Just ditch the, the wife and the baby and <laughs> play with your toy soldiers. Yes. Uh, I'm actually, it's, well, as we're recording, it's um, about a week now until I go on paternity leave. Oh. Boop, 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 boom. Tables well, then, will turn. Then you have all the time to play games. Yeah, and paint miniatures, right? I'm like, oh, it's going to be awesome. Home all the time. You know, she'll probably sleep a lot, probably not do a lot of fuss, and I can just sit and paint. Mm. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> anyway, anyway. And two to drink, <laughs> Patron. Don't don't say that. We're gonna start a war. Okay, sorry, sorry. We want <laughs> we want our lovely Dane to come on. So put in that pulse. Let's listen to some uh, Danish music or something, and we'll be right back after this. Goodbye. See you soon.
we're back, and we've managed to summon him, the one, the only, Dan Marks Only, Sebastian Jensen. Welcome back, Sebastian. I gotta ask you, have you heard of the Danish band Hate Sphere? Yeah. Good, because we're playing their song, Cloaked in Shit. (laughs) We're trying to find a Danish song to play you in with. And then we were just going through the list, and I was telling Morton of these uh, gruesome names of all their songs. It's like Decapitation and uh, I, I don't know, all kinds you of just have asked me, man. And then we found the song. It's called Clothes and Shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to play this. But it's actually a really good song as well. So oh. win win. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you're joining us here to talk about your travels around the, the world, playing uh, different hobby games and. Uh, learning about uh, new techniques and stuff yeah i uh, i went to the states to indiana to all West... the way to indiana yeah indiana did you have a tenderloin no i'm vegetarian so i can't really have one. Oh, oh. i heard <laughs> like, the, like the main thing about indiana according to ryan <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, tenderloins of women. Ryan yeah. really likes his tenderloin. That's without doubt. <laughs> but I had uh, Culver's, which is like this smaller burger chain, which is just amazingly good. Like their commercials is our burgers actually look like this in real life, <laughs> and they fucking do. <laughs> they were nice. Like it is, it is the best fast food I've had ever. I think, <laughs> and like actual fast food burgers. Yeah, Dangerous. I remember when Ryan sent us uh, like a care package like a couple of years ago. Uh, oh yeah, with all the candy. Yeah, like all the candy and snacks and and it was just like, oh my god, I, I can't believe how good this is. Just one more yeah. instantly. There are another level of sugar, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but try some really good stuff all in all. Um, and especially like food is, is a... Time for another story. Like that's uh, <laughs> that would be an episode on its own, man. Sort of podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you I, were going. Oh yeah, you were going there for this. Uh, well, w- there was a hobby camp, but before that, there was a painting course, right? Yeah, um, but first we had the, um, a BattleTech um, one to sixty scale, I think it's called. Three mm-hmm. um, D printed mechs before camp, three uh, day course with Henry Steele from the Cult of Paint. Oh. oh, so wait, so he does that as well? He doesn't only do, he paints other things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, He got into Battletech through Ryan, and now also I have. Oh. Um, so so where, where was this then? In uh, Ryan's barn? Yeah, at the Battle Barn on, on Ryan's property. Damn. Nice. <laughs> so um, when they're painted up a Marauder for any Battletech enthusiasts out there um, in a Q-Region scheme, uh, which is like it's apparently, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody will definitely flag me for this, it's like Japanese uh, honor um, culture and uh-huh. Japanese modern business tactics <laughs> in so, a robot. Um, that's the just the culture, and then they have like battle mix as their like their military forces and mercenaries and so on. Oh. I don't think yeah. a lot of people listening to this podcast will flag you about this. I think you're safe. Yeah, probably. No but, idea. but the one, the group I painted <laughs> is like a certain called Amaterasu, which is like a, their crest is a rising sun. Tiramisu? Uh, Amaterasu. <laughs> uh, 
and it's like all female pilots and they're really bound to one-on-one honor combat so it fitted perfectly for a big um like when we were supposed to game with them it's a big arena mm. on a cha- on a planet called solaris 7 i think it is mm. so but yeah that was the like main military modeling course uh-huh. yeah. do you learn any new cool tricks a lot of new stuff, but holy shit, it's a it's a tedious and long project. Uh, not tedious. It's it's just really, really. It's a big amount of steps compared to normal uh, army painting in thirty k. Because when you are going for like photorealistic rust and photorealistic chipping, you're just gonna end up having so many different like. So you have sun doing like this to the paint. You have water in the rain doing this sort of thing to paint. If there's sand or dust in the area that driving this will do this coloration to the paint. So you end up doing like so many different tones of the, your main color <laughs> just from weathering. Oh. And it looks amazing in the long run. It really does. Um, but it is a long, long process. <laughs> nice. What's uh, what's Henry going to do next? It's going to be like uh, painting houses with Henry Steele. <laughs> 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 pimping uh, your ride with Henry Steele. <laughs> so it's it's like eighty percent of what we did is what they're gonna do at the course in uh, in um, Stockholm later this year. From oh, what he's... I understood, it's like oh, most a... of the techniques they'll be doing there. We did on the BattleTech Max. Okay, nice. But yeah, so that was kind of funny. And I actually, when we played at camp with the big Solaris 7 thing, the Solaris uh, arena, I actually won because apparently we ended up making a truce on one side and walking around. So we all would gather on one end um, because it's a big circle. Uh But then like everyone else died or had to leave. So I was the only one left and hadn't taken a scratch. And there was like one guy left that has (laughs) like a severely damaged mech. Oh, claim and then this. his wife was there with his son and they had to leave so it was like yeah okay I <laughs> guess I default. win by not engaging anyone <laughs> so uh, so first you went to Ryan's place then yeah came, and did then the painting course and hung out with him and Henry and, and where, where was the, the camp uh, about 30 minutes from Ryan's place so right. we rode back and forth every day and like every morning and evening or night oh, nice. I should say which was oh, so really, really you, good you did most people stay at Ryan's place, or no? Just me and Henry. Um, okay. The rest stayed at the camp, which was like a, a classic American camp you see at the, like movies. Oh, didn't <laughs> you want to experience the 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 eighties movies? Uh, well, yes and no. Um, at the same time, I'm like I'm there to visit Ryan. Uh, he had a, like a really nice guest room, all made up for me, <laughs> and. Just can't be that double person bed for a guy as long as me. Okay. <laughs> um, Instead of like a bunk bed at a camp. Yeah, the... exactly. Bunk beds. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm staying at Ryan's place with the nice dog and the <laughs> dangerous dog and the truck oh, kitty and the killer kitty and all the nice hobby stuff. And Ryan and Emily, of course, which are just the best toast I'd ever have. <laughs> um, like really just taking good care of me and Henry um, mm. I'm sure I can say the same for him like just the best people to be around uh, mm. for a lot of days to be honest um, 
But yeah, I also went hiking with him and Henry in like a national park and that sort of thing the first oh. day. Did you see any, any Sasquatch activity? Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. Did you hear something? A wood knock. Uh, Sasquatch. Saw a lot food. of things, but, but we saw like a, there's apparently a guy that sets up Sasquatch signs and uh-huh. then people like move them around uh, Indiana. So we actually saw that. So I kind of saw Sasquatch. <laughs> so like, they've done the silhouette of him. Like the classical picture with that people are like, oh, it's Mr. Sasquatch. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a cutout board. It's just hell? like a, a fun thing to do. And it was like a metal sign that you can stick in the ground with two poles. So he actually made it for people to like move it around the, the <laughs> thing, which is kind of funny. Nice. Uh, spreading, he, he must be working for the government spreading uh, information. <laughs> yeah, it's just a conspiracy. Like, because then they can just blame it. Oh, no. It's, like, that's not the real Sasquatch you got in a picture there. That's just, just the, a sign. The, yeah, the thing that he moves around. God damn it. <laughs> the truth. The truth must out. But yeah, <laughs> like in Denmark and I guess in Sweden too, we don't have that diverse of a uh, natural wildlife most of the time. Hmm. Like it, it, We have a lot of animals, but it's a cold country and there's not that much vegetation and large open area that aren't populated by humans, at least close to settlements. Yeah, um, where Indiana and like state parks are humongous. Um, so, like, and I guess just in general, they have a bigger diversity because it's one big continent they easily can travel across. Mm. So you had a lot of different birds and snakes, and apparently humans, kind of mushrooms. Humans haven't been there long enough to exterminate all of them. Probably <laughs> part of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. I'll leave them. I'll leave them to that. Um. But yeah, so um, then we uh, all packed up Ryan's uh, terrain and such and headed to camp when all the Texans and the guys arrived at Ryan's the day before camp. Uh-huh. So we were like 12 guys or something sleeping at Ryan's place. <laughs> um, Did you have to share your double bed? Nope. <laughs> neither, neither, Henry didn't have to share his either, man. Like, Ryan, <laughs> like it's America. Houses are big enough. Yeah, they must be really big. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like before he had his barn, he had his basement, <laughs> which is like the size of two of my apartments. Also, you can just leave the Texans outside on the porch in a rocking chair <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a rocking chair. I kind of wished he did. Oh. oh. But he did Stereotype. have like, it's been crushed. He had like big rifles and such in, in the room I was sleeping in. Oh, God. It was like, are you okay with these being here? I can move them, no problem. Like, no, I don't mind. Like, it's cool. I know I'm in safety now. Are, are they in America? Are they, are they freedom. <laughs> I got freedom in my room, man. <laughs> You're staying in the but freedom yeah, wing. Like, but like, I compared to going to Adepticon, where you go to like one convention, then you go home. You don't really experience what America is, and you don't, like, you don't really meet the average American. And if you go to like New York or Los Angeles and the major cities, it's such a tourist trap that you won't really meet regular Americans either, some mm. sort of. So going to Indiana and just living at Ryan's place, driving around, um, going all these different places he likes and knows around the state mm. um, was just really good because you had a chat with like regular fucking yeah. housewives and people coming <laughs> yeah. from work. Yes. It's going up to some random house, just knocking like, no, like, like, like Americans are very talkative when you just meet them on the street. Hmm. Like you have no idea coming from Sweden, Denmark, or the Great Britain. 
Like it's nothing compared to like we are so closed in. Yeah. yeah. And then you go to the stage and you're like, whoa, everyone talks to you. Everyone you go by almost says hello. If you're like out in the States on like a regular walk around. The hell? Yeah. Like everyone we went by on the hiking trip said hello and like like made a funny joke or about something with over oh, three guys out on a walk, eh? Or something. <laughs> Ooh. Like everyone's just cracking a joke or saying like, "Oh, can you keep up with your kids?" No way, mate. Like that sort of thing. Um, so you just—it's a—it's a different way, I guess, to go around each other. But when Ryan went here, he was like, he did that for the first five people. Something like, "I'm not doing that at work again." Everyone looks at me like I'm a psycho or weirdo. Yeah, don't don't smile at people. Don't, don't smile, smile at people. Don't talk to people on the bus. That sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no that's um but yeah like so actually going around meeting regular americans just yeah was really nice and then going to camp is about 35 30 guys um all playing different types of war games mm. or miniature games introducing each other to new systems mm-hmm. so i went with my world use force and i played one 30k game oh just one uh, against the guy i met at the Depticon, um mm. He played Iron Hands and whooped my ass. Yeah. Iron Hands. But uh, had super much fun. Like, he thought he was going to get his ass kicked at first. But like, nah, you got this covered, mate. You got all the objectives. <laughs> uh, and then he just shot me to pieces. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, but yeah, really, really fun game. Super nice guy. Uh, he came to dinner with us when we were at the Depticon uh, mm-hmm. for the last night with Ryan and so on. Um, but yeah, really just fun game of 30k what's his name um i can't remember to be honest i'm i met so many americans uh like you're the some yank you're the one guy from northern Shit. countries and everyone is like oh hey sebastian or like oh fuck <laughs> gotta remember <laughs> everyone's names <laughs> let's call him chad yeah i don't know no it wasn't chad like a proper <laughs> proper um mike no it was like james or something like that but i'm not sure yankee doodle my name is Jeff. Ah, that's kind of descending, man. He was such a nice guy. It's not fair. <laughs> but uh, yes, then I got introduced to Battletech uh, Alpha Strike by my friend Eric Marino, which is uh-huh. an amazing guy. Just pure, pure hobby. Uh, like he is a, he is my soul in the states. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy. He's the man. Just like Ryan. Best dudes of all of the states I met. Mm. But yeah, all, um, all fifty states. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, introduced me to BattleTech, got me hooked, and um, then I also played some Dust with him as well. Mm-hmm. Also, just had fucking fun listening to like loud Russian red choirs singing. <laughs> so he's so playing, he's playing that... the USSR, and I'm playing the Germans. Oh. So dust, it's got like two ways of playing it, right? You can play it like uh, gridded moving, and moving gridded. through squares. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and then freeform. Yeah, and we oh. play gridded just to make it easy because it's a couple of our first games going in. Also, oh, it's like chess pieces. You can move these can move four grids, or yeah. is it? You can move four, and you can march six. You can then shoot this many grids. You can move uh-huh. one grid, uh, like um, si- not the sideways, but like um, what's it called? Not, not sideways, diagonal, yeah. Mm. That's like yeah. the first move. That is one move, and then it's t- two, then it's four. That sort of thing. 
Yeah. That's a pretty cool, cool uh, way of telling. Yeah, again. I, I, I liked it because it's just another way of going about it, and a game takes about one and a half hour with like a hundred points of each army. Mm, that is nice. And you have like these small cards, so you can remind yourself of what they do and how much damage they do to what and that sort of thing. Mm. So you don't really need books open or anything at the moment, uh, most of the time. Um, it's quite yeah. nice, quite fun, and it's quite fair. And if you're not a painter, you can buy them pre-painted at a okay standard, mm. like mm. a fairly decent standard. Yeah, uh, so it, it's, it's like a post World War Two system kind of, it's, but like it's like an alternative version of World War Two, where oh, yeah, like, I, I think Hitler yeah, you, dies you, in forty-two. You you talked about this uh, at the, another episode you were on, I think. We we had a, a lengthy discussion of. How cool it was and why I don't like it. Yeah, I think it was after <laughs> Depticon. Yeah. Well, Ryan bought me an entire army, more or less. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think I've added four, three units, maybe. Oh. And now it's above 100 points, and it's uh, all I need for the list so I want to run. <laughs> Play nice. this game. Play this game now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, how many days was camp? Come again? How many days was camp? Um, four days altogether. Oh. So, the, and the well, the, so the idea of this camp is, um, yeah, basically to try out different things, right? It's, it's like uh, an actual. Um, so imagine you're going to a summer camp as a child in the states. Mm. You go to get meet new friends, try new things, shoot some rifles. Get... <laughs> some of them, I guess. Um, <laughs> And then, like, a lot of the time, you will also have, like, Boy Scouts going to camp. And there's nothing like Scouts camp. Mm-hmm. So Ryan's mother-in-law made sashes for everyone, like the Boy Scouts have in the <laughs> States. And they had, uh, like, batches made. So when you, like, try new systems. So for, when you try Battletech, you got a Battletech uh, batch. Oh. 30K, you got a 30K batch, 40K batch, and... Hobby uh, course batch, a Trident three new game systems batch, and that sort of thing. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> but, that was super super nice touch. Um, so, so how many badges did you get? I got. Let me see. I have them right here on the table. I got for, one for dust, one for BattleTech Alpha Strike, one for thirty k, one for Hobby course, and one for BattleTech Mega Scale. So oh, mega tech, uh, <laughs> and then I got one for um, trying three uh, new system or three systems. Right. So what what other systems were there besides the ones you mentioned now? Um, some were playing like a I can't remember the name. It's like in World War Two. Uh, Flames of War. No, it might have been. Yeah, I think so- it might have been Flames of War actually. With like a Japanese invasion of a uh, American, no, the other way around, an American invasion of a Japanese <laughs> occupied island. Oh, um, and then there were some playing the new, um, the planes game, the one that came before the new um, Warhammer planes game came out. What's oh, it so called? not Aeronautica. No, the one called um, Skies and Blood Red Skies. Yeah, Blood Red Skies. That's the word. Oh. Um, someone played that. Um, people tried, yeah, different types of battle tech. There's like two different types. There's Alpha Strike and Classical, mm-hmm. or Classic. Um, 
Hipster Battletech. Then there were 40k and 30k. There were... Can't remember. Uh, Did anyone try out 40k? There were a 40k tournament on Saturday going on. Oh, so so how how many people were there? Like, the 40k people came in from out of town, most, uh, not out of town, but outside of camp mainly. Okay. So it but was like a tournament other at campers. Camp. Did you have like uh, nighttime raids against the other campers? <laughs> no, no, no. Like they, they came in to play a tournament at camp that one day and then they left again like it oh. was a regular event. Oh. But like they played at, at camp. So people that were at camp and played 40k could participate. All right, um, but yeah, like I helped make some of the trophies for all the different camp events with Ryan and his three D printed stuff. Oh, nice! Um, so that ended up being really nice. Um, yeah, and uh, in general, just I I can't really recommend it enough, just because you'll meet so many different and like friendly new people, mm. um, and. If you're going there like I did, I would almost suggest barely bother bringing a bigger army, like maybe just 1,500 points or something of a 30k army, mm. and then just try out new stuff, mm. do some hobby stuff, learn some, like take some courses. There were like 3D printing courses. Henry oh, did really? some weathering and airbrush courses. Okay. Um, there were some like, uh, how do you uh, organize and do artwork for an event and that sort of thing courses that uh, oh. Vince did from okay. Radio Free Um cool. There were also some other different stuff and yeah like in general just a, a lot of good hobby time as well like the hobby room was open 24-7 mm. and like yeah just talking shit as well. Like yeah. a lot of shit drinking a lot of stuff for a lot of the Americans. <laughs> But when you first talked about it, I was like, oh, so is it like 30 people? But now it sounds like, is it like 300 people? Or no, 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 it's still like 30, 30 35 people. People are just okay. playing different systems. Oh, nice. It's still nice that you can get to know people better, I guess. Or it's... Yeah, like during this trip, I got hooked on Battletech, um, <laughs> six millimeter scale, which is going to be super fast and easy to paint. And then <laughs> super fun and nice to bring to uh, the UK to play with Henry. Oh yeah, um, because he's also getting into it. Mm-hmm. And then I bought Hate, uh, Hate. a board game made by um, Hate. What's it called? Uh, Adrian Smith, which is an amazing artwork guy, um, and also just insanely great-looking models. In my opinion, the best models out there in the world. Thought you were going to say insanely great-looking guy. <laughs> Probably is as well. I haven't seen. Yeah. Him. Um, they say that all the models are best off of him. Oh, yeah. Wait, but that's not yeah, a good thing. That, that's kind of brutal. They all look yeah. super chaos, like <laughs> wasteland chaos, but super badass. Like, if, if you imagine the old, like, the chaos I at least grew up with from, like, 1999 to, like, 2006, I think, all the, like, dark, uh, black and white, gray-scaled artwork that were in, like, the army books and so on Mm-mm. that looked super realistic, super grim. Just what I imagine Chaos always was. That's him that does like did a lot of that. Oh yeah, mm. just impeccable style. And mm. whoa, what a control of a pen! <laughs> but yeah, um, so I got into those two games, and I got more into Dust. 
So now I just need to paint up the rest of my army. Mm-hmm. Do you have anyone to play against in uh, Copenhagen? Yeah, we have a small group of... Now with me, we're four people in my local club playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a slow grow. Uh, play every now and then, not something like main focused. So it's nothing... No stress. Yeah. It's nice, nice to have a, like a side project and uh, yeah. like a, a different game to get some perspective. It's yeah, nice. exactly. And it's it's so easy to play um, that you don't really need to remember different rule sets that much because the rules are on the cards for you, more or less. Oh, that's nice. Like, if you're ever in doubt of anything, you can look it up, but it's so rare. Like, mm-hmm. after one and a half turn, you can play the game for the rest of the game without help, more or less. Unless nice. you have specific, specific situations you're in doubt of. With, mm-hmm. like, Warhammer, you also have those as a... Like, an... an a trade gamer, I'd say. Yeah, they happen quite a lot, I would say. Yeah, like I always have a question at a tournament or two, like for mm-hmm. the the organizers, just because how is this done again, and how would you like us to do it? It's your event, yeah. like how does it make sense in in the playstyle? Yeah. Um, and like, hate is a board game more than it's like a. It's not being made bigger or anything. It's not getting any expansions from now on. It was a Kickstarter only with certain expansions, depending on how much you put into it. Mm-hmm. And that's how much it is. So it's all eBay hunting, so to speak. Oh, shit. Um, so if you want to get into it, you have to go on eBay like me and Henry at least did and yeah. search for it and get it. Um, oh, was that because the Kickstarter didn't get as enough funding? The, the or Kickstarter something? got funded, but like it, the Kickstarter was just to make it one time. Oh. No repeats, no uh, startup company, just make the game, done. Mm. Okay, mm. yeah, makes sense. Um, but the models are so amazing, I was like, I, I need to get that. <laughs> yeah. um, and they're but so they, they, grim, all of them. It's amazing. Strange that they, like, they had really cool models. So, like, did they commission another company to make the models? Or so got to have like, a bunch of sculpts left then? I'm not sure, actually. Um, I know that... Uh, C-M-O-N uh, is in over somehow, but I'm not sure if they're just the producers or what they are. Mm. I have the box right here in front of me, and there's like, let me see here. Oh, Jesus, it's heavy. Eight kilos, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's made by Come On Global, Global Limited. Um, also goes by www.comeon.com mm. or Guillotine Games. Okay. And it's two to six players, 18 year old plus, takes an hour to play. And it's, <laughs> it's made for campaigns mainly. Like, this is supposedly the game uh, Warcry is based on. Mm. Yeah, I saw the models you sent. It really seems similar. Also, very chaotic looking. Yeah, um, and I say these are just the 18 plus versions of Warcry. <laughs> yeah. And better sculpts in general yeah. than Games Workshop have, have ever produced, in my opinion. Mm hmm. And Forge World included. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of companies now because, like Games Workshop, they were always like other companies do models, but Games Workshop always did the best anyway. But there's a yeah, lot of companies they, now that are like coming out with really good shit, like uh, uh, Dark Age. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I've. Uh, Ryan has a shit ton of it, and he introduced me to it. Like, uh, showed me all the models and told me about the world. Yeah, and they're like it's so incredible. It's oh. so fucking cool, but my only biggie is that it's like it's miniature models. 
Isn't it all miniature models, if I'm not mistaken? What do you mean, miniature models? Oh, sorry, not miniature, metal models. Oh, uh, no, they're resin, I think. I think it was Dark Age he showed me, at least. Is it the one with, like, different kind of, like, wastelands? Something? No. Then I'm not sure it's the same. I might have been mistaken. I, I hope I'm check. saying the right name as well. But <laughs> It's like a, a British company, and uh, they make resin models. It's like, uh, uh, like mythology... Mixed is with reality. The same company that like sells them or like produces them is the same company that that, that did hate. Hmm. Oh. So you might know that's why they're so good models. Yeah. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. So so apparently C M O N is the shits and business. Yeah. Business, man. Business. Oh, we. I'll put you on the fucking moon, man. <laughs> also, so big need, shout out to Jay for being an amazing guy from Wargamer Camp. Who was that? A guy called Jay. Just met him at Adepticon. Him and Kurt and a couple of other guys. Just the sweetest fucking guys. And just having a blast with them. And uh, he he showed up at uh, Yeah, he was Campbell. at camp as well. And oh. uh, just like brought the hobby game like the camp vibe like i don't know how to put it <laughs> just a great fucking lad let's um, do sleepovers and stuff tell scary he, stories super, super fucking cool guy <laughs> um but yeah ryan also showed me the models for a game where it's like a post-apocalyptic world where some machines are still trying to fulfill a pre like doomsday scenario so they're still thinking the world is all good so they're harvesting humans and trying to make things for humans that sort of thing yeah it's a, it's a weird but really brutal world of like mad max on crack <laughs> um, sounds, sounds good yeah so in, in general just got introduced to a lot of good systems and mm. had a lot of fun talked mm. a lot of shit um, but... learned a lot of new painting stuff and uh, saw some Amish people Mm-hmm. Ah, cool. cool. Were they uh, building a barn? Uh, no, they were shopping for like um, uh, carpentry equipment and uh, to build a barn. Build a barn. Horse carriage. <laughs> I, oh. I literally, I was asking Ryan if they had uh, Amish people, and two minutes later, like while he was talking about Amish people, we rolled up behind a horse carriage. Oh, with, like shit. three small uh, children in it with like the thing on their heads and like the dresses oh. and everything. My lord. Yeah. Are, they, are you going to Hobby Camp as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're making enthusiasts into 30 Camp Battletech. Yeah. All hail the future. But we only we have tree. Our models are made out of uh, trees. We killed them ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Or tree, yeah. Uh, uh, wood. <laughs> but yeah, the, the end experience is definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. I can only recommend. Yeah. No, I like the idea that it's not just focus on one game and you can. Because, I mean. Yeah. We're not owned by we're not owned by Games Workshop. Oh yeah, and of they course people were playing Titanicus as well. Oh nice. They um I totally just forgot that part. Hmm. Um, so many different games. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'd say like any game that people just brought along, like Blood Red Skies or the World War Two one, Flames mm-hmm. of War, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And like a couple of other systems were just there, yeah, a Song of Ice and Fire was also there. Oh, yeah, I've so, like, seen that any, one. Like. Any system, you're like, oh, I've always been interested to try the system before investing in it. Like, hey, you want to demo it? 
Mm. Sure thing. I got time mm -hmm. for it in like an hour or so when I'm done with this game. Yeah. Oh, sure thing. Nice. So instead of being like stressed, like we need free games in in this date and by this mm. time you need to be done now, it's like, no, you've got all day, you can play whenever you want. That is nice. And I guess, especially if you stayed, uh, I mean, you guys had to ho go home, but I, I mean, if you stayed over there also, I guess you didn't, I mean, you could stay up late. <laughs> yeah, we stayed up pretty late as well. <laughs> yeah. Like we didn't leave camp most of the time until like one or two in the evening. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, but yeah, nice. like had an amazing time, had some amazing food. Yeah. Just hung out with Ryan and Henry, just, yeah. Getting a lot of good hobby knowledge in there and got a lot of lore on the Battletech universe, which just seems very, very big and expansive. Um, <laughs> and apparently really good novels and like power plays and yeah, oh. just seems like the place to be. Yeah. Do you think we could pull off some similar sort of ho uh, hobby camp thing here in Scandinavia or something or in Europe? I actually think, think we could. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think we could. We we more or less do it when we have the painting calls with the call of paint. Yeah, the hobby camp would just be more come and try different uh, um, systems and games and have smaller, more like closed courses. So you have like uh, this is a three-hour course into how do you go through an airbrush, how does it work, how do you paint with it. Mm. This is a course into how do you uh, blend with a brush, like a quick one. Um, this is how you do weathering powders and weathering, that sort of thing. Yeah, I used to rent like a, a bee stuga in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Or, it's like a, like each village has like a community center oh, yeah, yeah, house yeah. that you could just rent. Just yeah. like rent that next to a lake or something. It'd be perfect. Or a school or something could also work. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like something like that and... The, the only thing is that the amount it takes to rent is what you have to like price for tickets and food and you have to get food somehow. So mm -hmm. we were lucky that Ryan's uh, wife, Emily, and her mother-in-law, oh no, her mother, sorry, his mother-in-law, cooked like the week or leading up to and cooked for us at the camp. And it was just amazing oh, really? food. Really? That's, yeah. uh, that's cool. Super, super nice of them. And it's just amazing having some like homemade American food, trying that out. Yeah. Because it's completely different from like any takeout or any sort of thing mm. you will get from there. Mm. So that, that is, is really nice. But yeah, that's roughly my American trip in a, in a short, yeah. short round. Yeah, it sounds really good. And, uh, but that's not all. Then you, you came back and you, you relaxed for a bit and then you went to Sweden. Yeah, to play at Scandus. Yeah. So, we all know that the Varangian Heresy guys will have a post-Scandus episode. Yeah. Instead of talking about the same thing as they are going to talk about, we're going to talk a bit about the matches I had. Mm -hmm. And maybe mention who played Zuna played against. Oh, yeah. So, so because was me it... and Zuna went along and picked Jody up on the way. Uh-huh. Nice. And, uh, yeah, had a great weekend staying at Bjorn's place. Oh, shit. That's cool. So, yeah. yeah. So, um thought it was dangerous to stay at Bjorn's place. And you have to party. Yeah, so I know Zuna played against uh, Daniel Hurdy, the top Hoody. nice guy from Stockholm. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, plays, yeah. No. Uh, plays uh, Sons of Horus at Skandos with mm -hmm. the Warmaster and everything. Oh, shit. Assault. Just the way it should happen. Yeah. 
Nice. So, so what, what was the format? Uh, three and a half thousand points, uh, like classical. Uh, Any, anything stage, goes, right? Or fifteen hundred points. Uh, ten, yeah, not Centurion. Zone Metallus. Oh yeah. Was it still um, like uh, the old uh, Scandus way of you can take Leviathan list, you can take you know take whatever you want. Everything is allowed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, super fun. Um, I had a great time at least. Mm-hmm. So Zuna played against Daniel and his uh, Sons of Horus. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played against Andreas and his World Eaters, which is uh, Daniel's good friend and uh, one of my uh, World Eater associates. Oh, nice. And uh, then he also played against Max from the Road to Terror podcast. Oh, so Max. Nice. And he yeah. was not the only celebrity ever. There's been so much about JP coming over also. So it's like... Yeah, he came over to play as well. Super nice guy. Didn't get a lot of time to chat with him, but the time mm-hmm. I did, just an amazing fellow. Mm-hmm. Was uh, were there other people from far, like outside of Scandinavia coming there? Or yeah, of course, us Danes. Um, yeah, and then yeah, JP and Max. Uh, Max's girlfriend came along as well one of the days, um, uh-huh. which is from Taiwan. So okay, I guess that counts. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> like she's she likes painting with him as well, doing a lot of terrain uh, they do for the Millers. Oh, nice! A lot of the like uh, graphic work. Okay. <laughs> uh, super, super nice. Uh, she's just really a sweetheart, to be honest. Huh. Um, and then uh, um, I had some bad jokes about bringing in Asian labor, but no. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> let's not <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> And yet um, you did. <laughs> but then uh, I had my first game was against Niklas Öschanger from the 30k group in Sweden. Oh. Yeah, Niklas, uh, the one we all know and love. We'll oh, have yeah. him on uh, next episode. Top lad, top lad. Oh, yeah. So played his salamanders on my Stone Metallus table. Which oh, I that, oh, that was your table. Cool, yeah. I saw some pictures now before. Yeah, that's my table that I brought to Skandas. Um, Sweet. And the... Uh, yeah, just always a great pleasure playing against him. Mm. And uh, the Soul Metallus format was like your when your troop, when your units died, on a free up the next turn, they would come back from ongoing reserves. Oh. So it was more about holding objectives like every 30 minutes or every hour. Mm. Um, and then just, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool that they're kind of bringing in some of the, like the real time. Four-hour game of Zone Metallus, where we just oh. keep on playing with units coming back on. Nice. Was, yes, it's nice that they're bringing in some of the, the real-time element of the... Yeah, it, it, it felt really good with the mission, at least, I think. Hmm. And then yeah. um, I played against uh, Max as well, oh, um, cool. and his flying Iron Warrior Circus. So we had like three Fire Raptors and a Lightning, oh. and then a Recon Company. <laughs> okay. Which was super funny to play against, but I rolled really lucky against him at certain points. So, like when he rolled for reserves, even with a Damocles on the two plus, he got like two of them in, mm. uh, which was a Fire Raptor and a uh, Lightning. Mm-hmm. And then I just blew the Fire Raptor out of the sky first turn <laughs> with my Dear Review. <laughs> because you're like, nah, I don't need to jink. It's only four shots. It's not going to kill it. Oh, always <laughs> jink. Famous last words. Bam! <laughs> but yeah, it's still a super fun game. Really cool list to face. 
like mm-hmm. such a cool new way to look at Iron Hand Iron Warriors. Yeah. Um I never seen an Iron Warriors flying circus, but it was nice <laughs> and it wasn't too cheesy or anything. Just mm. punishing you for not having any anti error three and a half thousand. Um but I had my Deridio, so I was okay. Oh yeah. Um more than enough. <laughs> and then I also played against um uh what's the name? Sorry, I'm uh Topper is the name playing oh, Mechanicum. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for that mission it was a Somatalis mission where if you held at the center objective hmm. on that table and the corresponding table next to it, like another Somatalis table, if you held both center objectives like a command uh, center mm-hmm. and a uh, drop hanger, you would be able to drop a Titan if you held it for an hour. <laughs> So oh. first, me and Andreas were like, we're doing a fucking world leader's joint assault because we're both like mainly focused on jump infantry and like uh, walkers. So uh-huh. it's like, okay, just go for the center objective. Just get it. Hold it. We both <laughs> rush in. Hold it for an hour. <laughs> drop a Reaver Titan on the table behind us. Then we hold it for another hour. Drop two Warhounds on another table. <laughs> no <laughs> matter the, the casualties. Just full-on world leaders focused assault and no one can withstand. That's nice. how we like it. Um, I bet uh, someone was really game. happy to get a, a Titan on their table and someone was very not happy but about it. The, the tables that got the Titans both lost their games. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, Titans don't mean shit, man. Ah, not in that many points, I guess. Well... I guess it's too late for them to arrive to do proper damage. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Or maybe everyone was rocking like yeah, these uh, haywire hoplites. Or, uh, well, we, we sent one of them to face off against the Nighthouse because the Nighthouse oh. was facing Militia. So the of Militia course. got a reaver to fend off the Knights. Yeah. And the uh, Warhounds we sent to a word bearers player facing off against the Reaver, which was okay. Urshanga that was playing the Reaver and his uh, Salamanders, I believe. Oh, against uh, nice. Tim from uh, Southern Sweden, okay, uh, and his word bearers, which I completely dig. Like those were, oh yes, the smash on the serrated sun. Right? Yeah, they are just amazing looking, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I've yeah. seen some of his. I uh... need to win most thematic like several times before I'm satisfied. <laughs> I just I saw saw some army figures. I saw a white scars army as well that I really liked. Was that Sunas army? Uh, yeah, Sune brought his white scars to uh, Skandas. Yeah, it must have been then. Yeah, they were the only white scars there. Oh, yeah. They were awesome. I fucking yeah, love Sune's white scars. Good, always good looking, man. He's the guy that got me into this hobby. Like, he's the guy to blame and love for this. <laughs> um, what have you done, and, uh, My last game was against uh, Linus Lightmates. Huh? Um, because I asked if he wanted to play because he needed to leave early because they were driving south and I oh. needed to leave early because we were driving south. Mm. So we uh, agreed to just make a slaughter out of each other. He was playing his newly painted custodes and I played my world leaders. <laughs> and then we just played without reserves coming back on. So oh, just yeah. a full-on slaughter fest and he brought Valdor. <laughs> and I almost <laughs> fucking killed him. Almost. <sighs> but I killed his Telemon. Which I'm pretty oh. satisfied with. Can they? I thought they had some rule that they couldn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Does the it have the... and then the rest of his army went into rage and killed me over it. Oh, shit. Does it have so... the it will not die rule? No, it has the it uh... cannot die rule. Oh. 
<laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much my scan. This had a, again always have a lovely time, especially when like Max is coming over and meeting Yeah, yeah. having well, a, always having a good laugh with the with the Swedes I see like every now and then during the year. Did you go out uh, the night before or something? Also, uh, me and Bjorn set up to. I think it was about two or three. I set up to two in the evening on the Friday, and he oh. was set up to four, finishing the raffle army. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He d- he did um, the ultra mains, right? Yeah. Mm. Good looking fucking army, man. Mm. And then so, on Saturday, both me and him set up to four in his apartment, chatting, oh, God. and <laughs> just talking to each other as good friends, man. Like yeah. Each other every now and again, but we always just we just always know like it's gonna be fucking great because well it's us two. We're gonna have a party. We're gonna have a fun time. We're gonna talk some but shit. Did um uh, so we that need we need to hear a bit also about uh, like prices. Do you did they have um best uh, theme or best yeah, painted? Ran with the best sport. Most thematic trader, separate loyalist, and mm-hmm. best board. A best board. Best sport, oh. yeah. Oh, sport. Okay. Um. So, I can't really remember anything to be honest, and I'm <laughs> sure they'll mention it in their own podcast. Yeah, that's true. We can. Uh, but I didn't send anything, people. So, um, oh. so I don't have anything to take back from that. But that's okay. God it's nice it. for once not to be the guy that wins anything. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good to be mortal again. Oh yes. So this is what it feels. Yes. Oh my pain. Oh my ache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Scandus is always a great time, especially if you're bringing something big, you're prepared, and you wanted to put down on the table for so long. Mm. And like, I any chance I get to play with my warhound, I kind of appreciate because it's rare, mm. and I like my model. Versus yeah, it... for the win, man. Oh, Ursus Claw all the way. Uh, did uh, did did you win anything on the raffle? Did you hear? Nah, didn't win shit. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> but were there wish... were there people that there were were there people there that won anything, or were they mostly? Yeah, Shuren won something again. Like that <laughs> what? Bastard man! What the fuck? I can't remember what he won, but like he wins something every year apparently. Oh. God damn it! <laughs> and. Garrett Love as well uh, from Canada, uh, Canada. Um, mm-hmm. but that's I can't read them. There are so many prizes this year, mm-hmm. and we were kind of packing halfway through it and like getting sure we got all our stuff with us before we were driving home to like end mm-hmm. up shit in the evening. Yeah, but yeah, take some time. That was that was pretty much my scan. It sounds cool. Sounds and great. Traders fucking won. <gasps> what? Oh. Down to the last match. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, two years in a row, Skandos has been taken by the traders. Mm. And apparently all through the year, we have been following the lore that they've written beforehand. Okay. So it like, turned out event, the way. It just turned out the way they've written it. it right? <laughs> awesome. Written it. Well, that is nice because it is hard. Like, ah, uh, uh, well... We want the traders to win here. Or it's like, well, first of all, the traders enter the system. They have to win this space station. Oh, they didn't. Um, the traders <laughs> go to this other system instead. <laughs> yeah. It looked look like a great event. Like the pictures you saw and like the, the setup with the games with the Summer Talus and Endless Resource seems to work really good. Yeah. yeah. 
Did um, were there about the same amount of people then as uh, ho the hobby camp? About thirty or something? Or come again? The how many people were there at Scandus? Like twenty, thirty, thirty, something thirty this like? year. Yeah, uh, yeah, they reduced the amount by ten people, uh, which oh, actually okay. made it a lot more uh, relaxable, uh, relaxed yeah. and enjoyable, to be honest, <laughs> because. A Forty people is really, really crammed, and it's a lot of shouting and talking in mm, a yeah. big room. Mm. I remember, uh, like, when I was playing there, and you, I was like, "Oh, yeah, let me play in the basement." The basement, yes. cool and quiet. Yes. Yeah, might smell like hang hungover fart, but it uh, <laughs> beats uh, all the noise. Yeah, just go there with stuffed nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feeling a bit sick? Go to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's great. So, what's your next event gonna be? Um, the next planned event is BSK with you guys. <gasps> BSK, awesome. BSK, BSK. Uh, will you try to get there also on the on the Friday? Stay at yeah, night. Yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, 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 I want to get the full experience. Yeah. Then you guys enjoy enjoy bros to the fullest. <laughs> you guys got a tough nub, man. You gotta go out and hit the sea proper. Not that going to bed early shit. Uh, uh, I don't you care know. if you're dating or married or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're not bringing you your baby. I'm not bringing my baby. That is true. <laughs> you're going. I'm gonna get you drunk, Morton. But if you go, oh, that that's that's gonna oh, happen. Worse. <laughs> worse. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Killed. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what is I gotta say? Well, if you go to bed at like ten, then uh, you know that's going to early. bed at go, no, no, I mean that's like normal. So going then going to bed at twelve is like super early late. Going to bed at one. One? But we're getting yeah. up early. What the fuck? We're gonna. What the fuck? We'll, we'll keep spiking your uh, your beer with Red Bull. Okay, yeah, that is true. Uh, I'll, I'll just, just give you a like a drop with like alcohol. <laughs> Even okay, though I've never put in a drop before, we're gonna try it out, Morton. Oh, oh lord, oh lord. <laughs> uh, yes, so we got that uh, to look forward to. <laughs> Yet another reason to come to BSK. But uh, yeah, I will also be going to uh, Melos Free, I believe it is, mm -hmm. in the start of January in uh, the UK. Okay. Oh, in UK. Yeah. The place I went this summer uh, was part two, I believe, and this is part three. Okay. And I had such a great time, and I think the the way they're doing the the events, um, the terrain and the maps and the character progression and so on, it's, it's just amazing, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It just gives a full narrative feeling without losing any of the gaming vibe. Mm. Um, and yeah, just can't wait to go back, man. Mm. So big shout out to anyone that I played or hung out with last time. Mm -hmm. Fucking gotta be great seeing those guys again. Mm. Going on a second Great Crusade. Yes. Yeah, you're going you everywhere, man. Yeah. The plan is land in London, go to Nottingham, play a game at Warhammer World, see the site again, go to Manchester, play the event, go home on Monday. Oh, damn. Second Great Crusade. Done it once, now I'm gonna do it a second time. <laughs> It's good that someone is getting around and actually playing games. <laughs> yeah, and apparently getting into a lot of new systems, so probably won't do that much 
focus on 30k for a while actually like painting wise yeah, yeah. i'll actually do some some dust and some hate yeah well you you got like a massive army already <laughs> yeah two yeah two <laughs> so and yeah so dust hate and battle take is the new shit for me at the moment huh. all right fucking great well maybe that's the way i mean because just getting another we always think about oh getting another army maybe i should get some world eaters or i'm also uh, getting another army are you are okay. <laughs> like like don't 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 think i'm not so don't don't choose don't think about like should i go for this system or this system or like this i think army i already this army. purchased just... about two thousand points worth of iron hands from iron hands uh, iron hands yeah my lord yeah nicholas had the... a bad influence I'm going to do them with the clear paints. Oh, okay. So it's going to be like a burnt uh, steel kind of look with a bit of oily look to it. Yeah. It's going to be fucking rad, man. Sounds good. Mechanized or any special theme? Infantry. Infantry. Oh, that is good. Use their... So like a lot of Medusa models is the plan. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Some heavy support units. Some a radio, a fire raptor to switch in and out from every now and then, mm -hmm. and then a uh, what's it called a um, a three different like three individual laser uh, destroyer rapiers. So listen, guys, I'm not gonna focus on 30k, but I do have an entire army. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I don't have anything, like, I don't have a deadline for this army. It's a slow grow. Uh, it's not that like World nice. Eaters or Thousand Suns I've been, like, pushing uh, mm. all my pain focus into. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just going to take my time, really focus on getting them right. Mm. And then just... Oh, nice. Just like Morten. Do and it's Ultramanis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. that's, uh, that's roughly it for me. Yeah, I think for about Scandis and Wargamer Camp and all the stuff in between. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for going on the field, telling us what's happening out there Happy in the scary you. world outside this protected little bubble. Yeah, <laughs> but it uh, it seems I might get a new roommate instead of the current one. Uh, and if it's the guy I'm I'm talking to about it, like right now about moving in, mm. I'm probably gonna get even more happy done work. Oh, because he's also a hobby. Yeah, he's my best mate, and I introduced him to the hobby, and he's really liking it, but he doesn't really do it alone. Oh, so okay. A lot easier if you're like, hey, you want to paint a bit? Yeah. Or I'm sitting and painting, he's like, yeah, I'll join in on that. Mm. Mm. We got to get a game board at home, then. I already have one. Oh. It's my, 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 so my, my office slash painting slash gaming table. is like oh. a full set. Sounds like I a dream. When I pull it out from the table and uh, put up the, the extension, it's a full gaming table. Damn. You're living the dream, Sebastian. That I is living sure am, and that's why I'm single. <laughs> well, still Just living say, the dream. <laughs> the, the ratio of going to events and girlfriends in the three of us is kind of going that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there might be a trend there. I'll, I'll have to run some statistics and see if it's actually a correlation between those two things. Yeah, but, I uh... would actually like to hire you to do this kind of thing. <laughs> I think it's important. Somewhere out there, there's the perfect woman that can be your roommate, your sex mate, and uh, <laughs> your sex mate. play play uh, the game with also. <laughs> Somewhere in the warp. Give me the D. The D. <laughs> the, the D weapon. Oh, whoa. 
<laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> Come here with that turbo laser. <laughs> oh boy, I don't think it's good for you thinking. <laughs> so actually Patterns. just got some ideas now. Uh, I, I'm gonna go visit my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sign out and get some dinner. Yeah, get your pizza. Thank you so much, and thank you to our listeners for uh, tuning in. And remember, don't lose your head. <laughs> <laughs>